All right, everybody, welcome back to another episode of College Football Sunday. I'm Steve. With me always is Taz. Hey, what's up? All right, everybody, we're going to go ahead and do our top 25 show. Our top 25, I want to let everybody know that we went ahead and we did before the AP poll come out, before the coaches poll come out, but me and Taz, we do have a day job. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> we can only get it to you whenever we can get it to you. And I will tell you, we had 22 of the 25 teams in the AP poll and 23 of the 25 teams in the coaches poll. Right. And like I've said in the past, I trust the AP poll more than I trust the coaches poll because the coaches poll isn't filled out by coaches. The AP poll is actually filled out by writers that do not stay up past 8 o'clock at night, and they don't recognize teams on the West Coast. But, hey, you know what? We're going to roll with that one because that seems to be somewhat, I guess at this point, because they don't have to stay up late and watch the games, that maybe their AP preseason poll is where it's supposed to be. And we'll talk about all that as we get deeper down into it. And then once we get done... From 25 to 21, we're going to break it down to the five teams that missed out on our t- on me and Taz's top 25. Then we'll talk about our New Year's Six, our playoff predictions. And then we'll talk about maybe a team that might just maybe slip and work their way through the system and pop up before everybody else shows up. <laughs> so, all right. So, number 25, we have Pittsburgh. Taz, how you feel about Pittsburgh coming into this I think year? Pitt, I think Pitt's solid, considering you know they, they lost the quarterback, yeah, and lost the top. Um, the good thing is quarterback still stays there. He's just with right. the professional team, right? <laughs> but uh, they lose their Belitnikov winner uh, to USC, yeah, in the portal. So to um, be determined, yeah, right. <laughs> but I think I think coaching staff and Duzzi, I mean, they, I think they're solid. I think they have built a good foundation. Oh yeah, of course. I, I like Narduzzi. I think he's doing a great job out there. Yeah. So I th- I think he'll solidify thing. I think he's kind of gotten over the all the old uh, the negative recruiting and talks and oh, everything. Yeah. Uh, you know, surrounding yeah. the program. So I think he's probably gotten his team back on track. Yeah. I think season. I think he's gotten past all of that right. that they have, and I mean it sucks for him that he did lose his. Blitnikoff winner for whatever reason he said oh I don't want a new quarterback and offensive coordinator and all that but yet he went to USC and that's the same situation he's going to face over there but hey whatever hey man. <laughs> money do, talks do you show me the money <laughs> you brother but I think I think it'll be okay man they'll be pretty solid in that yeah club. they're going to be a solid team they're going to compete for the division I think so definitely all right and then number 24 that we got here we got Texas that's a team that some polls are saying is the top 25 some polls saying that they ain't and like I said we made ours a couple weeks ago and uh, Texas been losing a lot, dude. Right, right. But then again, it's it's that word again that keeps showing up, man. Potential. Yeah, potential. Yeah. Well, potential gets you fired. Definitely. But and, uh, I, I think a lot of it's built off of that. I mean, you got a top tier quarterback as mm-hmm. far as rankings to transfer. Yeah. I saw they named him the starter. Finally today. named him the quarterback. Finally. Finally yeah, named we're the like six days from kickoff. So now you you have a guy that you can get behind on top of you know. Um, there's been some some issues over there. Yeah. You lose one receiver uh, as far as injury, mm-hmm. another to all field. 
yeah um, incidents. incidents so yeah um, he took some hits there to depend <laughs> on those guys to come in and you contribute right away we'll see what start come up with i mean as far as you know the, are you sold on start well i this i guess i i put this i know we start. talked about it before but honestly and truly are you sold no, on i start? mean not to way not to where people are i think it's sometimes it, it's kind of overhyped you know, from where he came from, what he did. But we know also, mm-hmm. uh, Nick, he's brought a lot of guys through that program. Oh, yeah. successful with that staff and those players on the roster. Mm-hmm. But then kind of get away from that, and then they don't produce as much. Yeah, like I said, I mean, and I'm sorry, Texas alum. I'm sorry, Matthew McConaughey. Damn it, I want you on this show. Mm-hmm. You'd be a great addition to our show. Right. But honestly and truly, like I said... I think this year, six, maybe seven, in a bowl game somewhere in there, is legitimate. Maybe finish, like we got them. We got we got them 24 in the preseason poll, which is, honestly, some polls didn't even put them in. I think that would be a good year for them. I really do. Like, six, seven wins, go to a bowl game, regardless of the outcome. It's it's a work in progress. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's building, but sometimes I mean, it's it's crazy, man. It's like everything now is like on demand. We want it right now. Oh yeah, no, we want it right now. Right. Yeah, and that's why a lot of these places, and we even talked about this in our preview show. A lot of these places are like, oh yeah, I have Texas as a top four team, and that's when I asked you. I said, what are the expectations? And you're like, playoff. I'm like, whoa, hold on. Right. You talking about you expectations? You're like, no, 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 no. They expectations. And oh, hold on. Here, here first, college football Sunday. Let's let's pump the brakes on them expectations. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah, I mean, we have we have. It's like players or quarterbacks. We 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 got the tape on start. I mean, yeah. He's, he's been I, I don't think before. Texas is the third or fourth best team in the conference, let alone about the country. Right. I mean, they have some solid teams in the conference that yeah. was there last year, and you know, and uh, those teams have gotten better also. Exactly. And they beat them last year. Right. And they better watch out for Kansas. Definitely. <laughs> I don't. I don't think. I don't think that game will be overlooked. You know. Uh, well, I would hope not. No. Oh, but, it won't be. But after last year, you gotta go to Kansas, right. Lawrence, Kansas. Right. We got it right here. Three wins, Kansas. That's all we need. That's all we're asking. Three wins. You can win two non-conference. You can beat Texas, and you can get your mini helmet. Well, that's gonna be talked about all year. I mean, because it's like anytime a team beats you, oh, you gotta live with that for the whole year. Oh yeah. They boasting. If anything, they boasting about that game. Oh yeah. Kansas bringing the heat. Hey. They say, come to my house. New coaching staff. Yep. Some transfer players. Went to your house last year. Hey, man, you never know. You don't Handled know what you? I'm yeah. bringing the heat. Well, they got. I think they got They got more concerns <laughs> than Kansas right now. We'll see. We'll yeah. see. We'll see. All right. So, moving on. Number 23, we got Wisconsin. How do you feel about Wisconsin at 23, Taz? Uh, I, think, I think it's solid. Um, I think so, too. Yeah, I think it's solid considering, you know, the schedule. Yeah, they who play. they got to play, the division right. that they're in. Right, and it's the style of ball they play. Yeah, I mean, exactly. They're going to run the they're ball. They're going to run the ball and play yeah. solid defense. And as you look at it, I mean, I think Iowa will probably do better than Wisconsin, but I don't see nobody in that division moving up into the top 10, top 15. Not moving up, but I, I see some teams on that side going to be problems for them. Oh, yeah, no. I mean, they right. can always pull one off. Right. They right. can. I mean, Purdue. 
I'm looking at I Nebraska. I mean, who's it? Nebraska. Like you said, Nebraska. Exactly. Yeah. Like, I mean, my man here got Nebraska winning the division. Yeah, that's my surprise team over there. I got, hey, hey I ain't going to knock it. I got Purdue winning the division. That's my surprise team. And you know what's funny? All right. I don't see Nebraska or Purdue ranked in our top 25. They're not, but that's what but, we're not basing off how they're going to finish. Exactly. We're projecting out how they're coming in. Right. But we're just letting y'all know. Look out for Nebraska and Purdue. Because that game, that Nebraska versus Purdue, oh, no, that's going to decide who wins the division. They're going to get they gonna get the bricks beat off them by Ohio State in the championship game. But who knows? Who, that's a, oh, what may, may or what? may not be there. What? You don't call it? I'm just saying. Michigan represented last year. Man, yeah. I'm just saying. It's possible. I don't think that's going to happen this year. Well, we'll we'll get into that. That, That's later arguments. (laughs) All right. After Wisconsin, we got number 22, Kentucky. Yeah. Kentucky. I like Kentucky at 22. Mm -hmm. I think they have a solid, solid team. I think they have a great quarterback. Right. I just don't think they're going to win enough games moving into the season to jump up the rankings. Right. With the teams that we got ranked above them. Yeah, it's going to be a tough task, I mean, to to duplicate what they did last year. Yeah, and that's the thing. You know, it's it's, it's a, you know, one of those rarity things. There's some teams that were down but not starting to, to, to regain their footing on that mm-hmm. side on top of the teams that they were cross-rivals with. Yeah, and they so, got that Levis coming back. Right. I think he's going to have a great that's year. That's solid. Solid, solid yeah. I did notice also, though, they're running their top running back. Yep, that's right. That's he's my SEC player of the year. A, a few weeks. It, ain't, it hadn't been decided yet, but he's going to be out and he's going to miss some some games. He going to miss some games now? Early, talking three or four at least, oh, maybe. Man. That was that was my player. That, that was my SEC player right? of the year. And and I was kind of teetering games. because I only read they only brought back like two old offensive linemen. And right. now he's out? Right, right. Definitely, oh, definitely he's going to be suspended. I mean, it's not... Suspended. Finalized. Is he hurt or is he suspended? No, he had an off the field incident. No. Yeah. For real? Yeah, he's going to be out for a few weeks. Well, yeah. there go my SEC player. Well, hey, yeah. no, no. That means because they're no, talking up. They they're talking up. They're talking up the uh, the back. The backup. Yeah, right. When that, the backup wins it. That means Rodriguez did. I mean, you can you can do it by committee. No. Yeah. I pick one. I roll with one. Play defense. I mean, you, you got your quarterback. That's the main yeah, thing. Yeah, I think they're going to lean more on the quarterback than right. the running game. I think with Rodriguez coming back with Levitz, I think right. that's going to help. I didn't realize that he was out. Right. Damn it, man. Hey, but hey, they're ranked. Yeah, they're ranked. Well, okay, so we're ranking them, I think, you know. Um, but the running back ain't gonna win Player of the Year. Probably not. I mean, if you mean no, several he games, ain't. no. That, that's who I fit. But hey, that's your choice. You chose the. Well, <laughs> I didn't expect them to get suspended well, you didn't, or you didn't, out of the game. Yeah, but you didn't. You didn't suspect Calipari to call him a basketball school either. That's right. They well, are. Did. And but but they are. Well, I mean, th- th- that team's been. But I, I will get this argument. Yeah, exactly. That's what you said lately. Lately, lately, no, they're a football team. Lately, yeah, lately, yeah. I mean, could they what, been achieving probably more than the basketball? Yeah, what has Calipari done lately? Right, right. Is it? I mean, granted, Stoops ain't want to chip on football, yeah, and it would take a whole lot for him to do it on football. But yeah, are they more of a football basketball? I think, school? I think they're right now. They're balanced. Exactly. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, I would think they're more balanced than saying this is a basketball school. No, I don't think it's a basketball school. I don't. Not right, right now. It's not dominating. I mean, no. 
And, I mean, you're still getting a kickback off of football anyway. Exactly. So, that's the one that's moving the TV deal. Right. So, at 21, we got Houston. Mm-hmm. H-Town. That's our highest-ranked group of five school. Right. We went back and forth on this a little bit. And I still think it's a coin toss. Mm-hmm. I really do. Even as the year progresses. Because eventually, they don't play each other in the regular season. But Houston and Cincinnati are going to play each other if they run the table in the championship game. Right. But moving into this year, I thought, and we went back and forth a little bit, that they had more coming back mm-hmm. than what Cincinnati had coming back. Like I said, this ain't how we predicted they're going to finish, but coming into the year, I think they had a little more coming back than what. Cincinnati lost a lot now. They lost they their did. quarterback. Secondary. Secondary. Yeah, offensive line. Right. I mean, they, they lost a lot. Now, and like we talked about before, are they to that reload stage or are they at that rebuild stage? Right. Because the top five or seven that we got, oh, no, they just reload. Mm-hmm. It, it don't matter. Okay, they lost this. It don't matter. They're going to reload. At what level in the top 25 does it become a reload stage or a rebuild stage? Right. What would you say? Well, I would say this. Considering the conference that they're in, uh-huh. I would say a reload stage. Okay. You know, I can go with that. You know, now, I think if they were in probably the, one of the, like the Power 5 contracts. Like say, next year. I would say probably rebuild stage because those teams are probably deeper in depth yeah. than they are. But I would say this about the conference that they're in. I don't, I don't think a lot of those teams – are loaded, you know, like maybe a Houston right now. Yeah. Just bringing guys back in a conference. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to challenge you. So I think some of those teams are probably in rebuild stage. True. So considering, like I said, they don't even play Houston. No, they don't. I mean, it would be a conference championship right. matchup. But they both do have some pretty big non-conference games. Cincinnati right. goes to Arkansas. Right, early. Houston plays Texas Tech. Right. Right. So we're we're gonna see. Well, we'll see. Yeah, yeah. But, but because next year is, they're in the Big Twelve. Yeah, because they can actually still lose that game, doesn't count against them. Yeah, and run the table. Yeah, you know. Because I mean, let let's be real. Whoever right. wins the American is going to get the automatic bid. Would you say the automatic bid to the New Year's Six? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, well, I mean, could we pretty much say that? Regardless of, I mean, let's say Houston lost to Texas Tech. Let's say Cincinnati lost to Arkansas. Right. They they, they got run table. We pretty much know, but they would. They, they both. Yeah, they both but pretty I'm much that You would. don't want to yeah. slip, and then they meet the other, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Know? and then the winner of that game would get it. I think they would get the bid over uh, Coastal Carolina. Maybe a Boise. Boise State. Yeah. Anybody in the MAC. UAB, UTSA, you know what I'm saying, and Conference USA. I mean, we so we can pretty much say the at-large bid would go to whoever wins the American because we know, okay, yeah. they might both lose. They they both – Houston might lose to Texas Tech. May. Yeah. Arkansas – Cincinnati might lose to Arkansas. Right. But we know pretty much because they don't play each other, mm-hmm. they're going to run that thing. Yeah. And then they're going to play each other. Yeah, you just don't want a, a slip in there, man. It, and it can happen. No, no, it can happen. Yeah. And they could shuffle everything up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It really could. But if we had to look ahead, 
Yeah, I mean, just looking at it on paper, of course. Yeah, on paper, yeah. yeah. That's that's what we're looking at. It's yeah. all preseason. Don't right. nobody know right. nothing. Yeah, right. but th- we. But this is this is what we know about this. I was gonna kind of say this to the end, but uh-huh. we know that there's some teams that on here mm-hmm. on this list is gonna overachieve. Oh yeah, and some's gonna underachieve. Exactly. Yeah, and we don't know yet. No, like I said, and that's the fun part about it, y'all. This is all predictions, right? And, and yeah, like you said, a hundred percent. Some teams that we have on here will overachieve, right? And some of them will underachieve. Right. Like I said, I read a statistic. They said that forty-four percent of the teams last year that showed up on the preseason AP poll mm-hmm. ended up on the final AP poll, right? So what I'm hoping because. I don't care what nobody say. I think we know a lot more than the rest of them. Is that 85% of the teams we pick on the preseason is going to end up on the postseason. Right. You know? Because, I I mean, like I said, um, we don't know how it'll work out, but we'll just have to take a look and see how it works itself oh, we'll just out. just keep our list. And- yep. So, all right. So, at number 20, we got Ole Miss. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a good spot for Ole Miss coming into the year. They got a new quarterback. Mm-hmm. They got some stuff, you know, they got to worry about. But I trust Lane. I trust Lane more than I trust a lot of these other schools. Is Lane Kiffin. And looking at it, that's pretty much saying that Lane's probably going to be the number two, number three school in that division. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be, uh, I would still say it's going to be a challenge now he did when he went and got Charlie Rice Jr. yeah there's there's someone that was familiar with him in his system. oh yeah yeah he worked with that, him at FAU that, and that's a plus now you do yep. have a new DC also uh-huh. so depends on how that side of the, the ball work out we'll, we'll see we'll see because there's some games even even last year that we were expecting them to re, really be competitive yeah. in and they weren't no that's true yeah you know so and lord let's not look at that Alabama game right I mean, we were looking. <laughs> we were actually looking for them to be a lot more competitive throughout yeah. the season. Oh yeah, and they still won ten games right. though, last and they did, year. Yeah, they, they did, did well. They went ten and two well. in the regular season. Right. So, and I could even see them probably maybe win ten games again this year. But like you said, they have to win those games they're supposed to win. Got to win the ones you're supposed to win. You just you can't just beat the teams you're supposed to and blow all the rest of them off. You're gonna have to pull one or two off here or there. Yeah. So in number nineteen we got Iowa, the Hawkeyes. Yeah. The yeah. best fourth quarter breakdown ever. Yeah. One of the te- I mean, they just kinda they hang around there. Sometimes they're they're overlooked because of the if you want to say big three, big four. Yeah. Of the Big Ten, the Michigan, the Michigan States, mm-hmm. um, Penn State, Ohio <laughs> State. Sometimes they're overlooked on that on the opposite side. Oh yeah, side on the other way. division. Right. Yeah. But I could actually see Iowa winning the division this year. Right. I don't think they're at the, like you said, the Ohio State, Michigan, Michigan State level yet. Right. But I think they're pushing in that direction. They're playing side. And like we talked about in our Big Ten preview show, dude, they're a quarterback away right. from being great. Right. When are they ever going to recruit a quarterback that can play at Iowa? Well, this is the thing. I don't know. I mean, they're, their they're defense looking, is solid. They're one of the few, and, and not to knock pocket passers. I mean, because there's there's some exceptional pocket passers, but but this game's gotten to the point to where you you need some mobility at the quarterback position, something or somebody to make the throw. Yeah, I'm not saying he just run first guy, but you need somebody with a little mobility because these defenses are coming. 
Yeah, you don't exactly. Have much time. No, yeah, their defense is gonna hold you to fourteen points a game. Correct. All I need you to do is score three possessions. Yeah, it's just it's it. just an added threat. Yeah, you know, just in case things start to break down. Or can you make the throw? Well, that's when it comes to third and seven. Can you make the throw? Right. right. I mean it. Iowa, we're cheering for you, brother. We're cheering for you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you got to consider. I mean, what what are their expectations? Well, you I know? mean, we talked about this in the past. They're, yeah. Hey, every couple of years, I just need you to compete for the division. Yeah, they're gonna show. I up need every you to pull an upset here or there. I mean, Kurt Ferrett's been there what eighteen, nineteen years now. Right. With a rotating contract, and to where it? if you go to a bowl game, then okay, then. You get an extra year extension on your quarter on, on your contract. I mean, they don't they don't give a damn about winning that. They don't care about going to the Rose Bowl. Let's just be competitive. The same thing that D'Antonio had in right. Michigan State, right? Until he had his whole well, not his issues, but that trainer had his issues with all the sports and Olympic sports and all that. Is the only reason I think D'Antonio left Michigan State. Yeah, I mean. So we'll just I mean, we'll have to see. But I, I'm a hundred percent on board with you. I don't I don't believe the expectation is there that there is at these top ten schools that we're gonna talk about later on. So all right, at nineteen that was Iowa. At number eighteen we have Miami. Miami. Tez is the U back. No. The U's not back. No. No. Hold on. That ain't what I was expecting to hear. Well, I mean the U ain't back. The U's not. The U's not back. The U hadn't done anything. I mean, think about it. Hold on now, Tab. We got this coach. We got all this. We got well, the highest. Yeah, I think now there, there's, there was a coaching change. So obviously something wasn't working. Well, they did go seventy five last year, <laughs> but something something <laughs> yeah. so, that something had occurred to where they needed a change. Yeah. So they now, got rid of their substitute teacher. Right. So this this coach come in. And and he knew that some things need to be changed. So for one, he went heavy uh-huh. transfer portal. Oh yeah. He, he I touched. mean, what kind of coaches did he bring in? Right. Oh, he brought in exceptional coaches. Yeah. Except and to add to some of the coaches that you know the guys that were already of there. Course, of but course. it brought in exceptional coaches. I do uh, like that OC. Right, but then and again, DC. you got to implement all this stuff. All this stuff is new, new personnel. Yeah. So you got to make you hope it jails. You you would think it would jail right away. You would hope. But there again, I mean, sometimes the process in jailing. I mean, even he came out and said, you know, there's some we we got to learn how to practice. We got to we got to do better. There's a lot of work to be done. So he oh, would yeah. agree with that statement to saying, you know what? We no, we're not bad. Yeah. And one thing he did do is is to try to take distraction from him is is try to as for right now is remove the turnover chain. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. I like getting rid of that. I think that turned into a circus event with all these other schools. Right. And but you, but like I said, the one thing that I will say that I do like, and we talked about this in the past with other coaches, yeah. and we'll talk about in further episodes, is that he's selling the process. Right. He's not showing up saying, "All right, we're back, top five, let's go." No, he knows it's a process. Right. Sell the process, right. man. Don't sell me the end product because the end product you don't know yet. But this is the thing as far as just him coming in, being Miami's son, and bringing in the staff he's bringing in and everything. I mean, even even the quarterback, Van Dyke's coming back. Yeah. Expectations. Mm-hmm. Just in that alone, he doesn't have to 
uh, hype the team or raise the bar. No. Uh, the, 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 the podcast report, everything around, everybody around, they're uh-huh. going to do that part. Oh, yeah, they'll do that for you. <laughs> yeah. Don't worry about the that. The fan base They'll hype you up. Yeah, they'll hype <laughs> you, know you up. Yeah. The fan base, the fan yeah. base is going to proclaim, oh, we back now. Exactly, yeah. But if I talk to you, right. what I want to hear is the process. Right. That's what I want to hear. Right. And I think he's doing a good job of that. And just like you said, that's a good point. The fan base yeah, will bring part. you back. Yeah. You don't have to sell the fan base. They know where you're at. Right. All right. And then number 17 we got here is another school we talked about in Michigan State. And this this kind of falls into that like we was talking about Michigan State. I mean, Mel Tucker, I think, is doing a great job. Mm-hmm. But like you had said, with the Iowa expectations, right. what is Michigan State expectation? Honestly and truly, I mean, what is their real expectations? They know they ain't gonna win that division every year. Yeah, I mean, you just kind of know that. Yeah, looking over history, it's like okay, we're we'll, we'll occasionally challenge the top. I mean, yeah. but you, you know, we'll if, compete. We'll compete because of course it's gonna be the order order even of late. I mean, for years mm-hmm. it's been of course Ohio State is the top. Yep, Ohio State, Michigan, now, okay, and everybody. Occasionally, else. somebody else will step up, yep. challenge them, knock them down. But you know they're coming back. Mm-hmm. Oh, every point. year. Yeah, <laughs> you know, so. But I would say this. Um, would you say that Michigan State's goal, I think first and foremost goal, should be let's be Michigan. Let's find a way to beat Michigan first. Yeah, but I don't, I don't, I don't know if that's the approach you're taking now with Mel Tucker. See, there's okay. A, see, there's a change of the guard. And now. I'm not even going to say like let's beat Penn State. I think they got that. They got that. They got that in the bed. I think Michigan State can beat Penn State. Mm-hmm. I don't give a damn where they play. I got that. But do you think their first goal of attack should be, let's be Michigan? No. I know. I I wouldn't even just focus completely on Michigan. But, of course, that's going to be a draw because that's your rival. Yeah, exactly. But that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's your rival. I mean, because I don't don't think Michigan State is at that Ohio State level yet. I don't. I I mean, it's the same like when we look at the SEC. Right. Who who's gonna finish second in the SEC West? I mean, honestly and truly, let's be real. That's what the main question is. Who's gonna finish yeah, second? Yeah, because the expectation is gonna be is, that, is Alabama. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, and I can think we can say in the Big Ten that we can put Ohio State at that level. Right. So do you think that their goal should be is let's find a way to be Michigan? I mean, baby step. I'm not saying baby yeah, steps, yeah, I but think, let's let's chip away. Because yeah. I think I think we can both agree mm-hmm. Michigan State is above Penn State. Right. Okay. Right. right. So the next step, and it's like climbing stairs. The yeah. next step, I think, would be Michigan more than Ohio State. They might beat Ohio State. I don't know. I mean, we'll just have to wait and see. That's why they play the games. But I think Michigan's goal, I think, personally, should be let's try to beat Michigan. Right. And then worry about Ohio State. Right. You, could you agree on that? Yeah, I, I mean, yeah. For me, outside looking in, of course, yeah. Mm-hmm. But like I said, I don't know if that's the approach that Mel Tucker's taking. Well, no, Mel Tucker's going to say we're going to run the table. Well, no, I mean, he's going to, like you said, he's going to he's going to pre process first, exactly. And and then we can be we can be competitive, yeah, with everybody if we we can beat anybody. Yeah. Oh I mean, yeah. No. 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 I believe that. But, I believe he's selling that. I'm right. not underselling that. Right. Right. But now, realistic. Yeah, really. not not what's being sold inside the locker room, but realistic on the outside. Right as of right now, uh-huh. because until I would say until they get their recruiting up, of course. I mean, as a work in progress. Yeah. So would you say that let's beat Michigan? 
Of course. That that's, means- that's the main game they circle. Right. I mean, of course, they're going to circle Ohio State because, you know, you want to be Ohio right. State. But I don't think they're at that level yet. No. Do you no. think coming into this year, that's a game they need to circle? I think they need to circle that one. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what I'm thinking, too. Yeah. All right. Great discussion. Shoot. <laughs> All right. So, number 16, we have Oregon. New D, new head coach. Mm-hmm. D.C. from Oregon. Right. Or a D.C. from Georgia. Georgia. Yeah. Dan Lanning. At 16, do you think that's a good spot for him to be at? I think that's a real good spot. Anytime you have a coaching change, you can still sustain just right outside the top 15. Yeah. And the top 20. That's a good spot. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Good coaching change. Yeah. Now, granted, now I didn't mean to cut you, but granted, it wasn't like the coach was fired. Exactly. Yeah. And that's what I was just about to say. It's not like Chris Ball just left the cover bare. He didn't jump ship. You know what I'm saying? And just say, oh, I got fired, so there ain't nothing here. No, I think Chris Ball left Oregon in a great spot, mm-hmm. I would. I mean, just like you were saying, I mean, if you, you want to emphasize some more, I mean, that's what I was saying. I think he left them with some pretty good weapons. Yeah, I think he was solid. I mean, I think uh, more to be desired probably on the defense side of the ball. Of course. I mean, that's yeah. well. Yeah, and then that's, that too now is, is, is Dan Lanning's, you know, baby. Yeah. The defense side of the ball. Exactly. Now, um, that's what he's leaning on. Right. Now, they did lose their top running back. True. And um, they lost Thibodeau on the DN. Right. You know. Right. So there's some pieces. Yeah. But that, but regardless of where you went in right. any university at this level, you're going to lose some pieces like that. Oh, of course. But I think that's Swell coming back for mm-hmm. him. And maybe I'm butchering his name. I apologize if I am. I think with Dan Lannon, I think that's a great. Great, great position. Yeah, and I mean, anytime you can take over a top twenty team. Yeah, I mean, coming in <laughs> yeah. as a new head coach. Yeah, coming in, you're the brand new you head don't, coach. You don't, you don't yeah. complain. And we about got that. him at sixteen, and I don't know what everybody else has him as because I don't give a damn. But we got him at sixteen. So like you said, a top fifteen school, yeah. and you a new coach. Yeah, you don't know nobody. Right, and yeah. you top I mean, fifteen you coming in with a program like that. Yeah, yeah. I'll I mean, take it exactly, and that builds it up. Right. Yep. So, all right, that's number 16. Number 15, this is a team that nobody have ranked, and right. we have ranked, because I, I've i heard a little bit. Mm-hmm. I read a little bit. I looked into a little bit. And that Anthony Richardson, right. dude, I think I'm sold on him. Yeah, it's, it's, it's Richardson. For, but before I... anybody knows, we got Florida at 15. Right. But I think it's it's more than Richardson. I think it's like a lot of these others because a lot of believe it or not, uh, I don't know how much people follow these coaches in in their um, sell me. Well, I'm talking about the coaches and their the jobs. Pretty yeah. much, you know, a lot of these coaches have gone through the same tree. Oh yeah, they all do <laughs> eventually at one time. You know, so there's yeah. gonna be a lot of similarities when we talk about these teams mm-hmm. because they've actually gone through the same. Process. Oh yeah. Same tree of coaches. Yep. You know, building it of, the same way. Building the same way. So a lot of this is going to be similar. Now that being said, I think a lot of people are actually focusing on Richardson and what he put in last year. But they're they're going to be, I think, a, a I different think, dynamic type of team. They're going to run the ball. Yeah, and that's what I was saying. Between that, I didn't realize the size mm-hmm. until the off season. He has that Cam Newton size. 
Oh yeah. I mean he big body. Oh big body. Solid. Big body. Sling the ball. Great arm. Can make the throws. Can run the ball. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Top end speed, man. Exactly. Good running back. Right. Going to be a solid defense. Right. I like the coach. I really like the coach. I think the coach is going to put him in positions to be successful. Right. That's why I like them at 15 coming into the year, as a lot of teams haven't put him in there. Well, I think a lot of, a lot of the question marks that people had was, one, a explosive type of receiver, a, a game-changer receiver. Well, yeah, but – you can but make that. Yeah, you don't yeah, you don't need you don't need that guy. I've seen teams play that didn't have like a Belentnikov, even no. a guy in the talks. Exactly. And you can make that happen. Right. You can you can create a player like that. Right. Watch, I'm telling you, by the end of the year, he'll have that type of player. He'll right. find his number one receiver. Right. You know, and right. right now he doesn't have a number one. Right. And he's gonna work on that and I think he can really find that. And I'm really the more I read, the more I looked into it, mm-hmm. the more I've been sold on him. He's really selling the process. He's got a you plan. Know, He's coming between in. the coach, yeah. the quarterback. Right. I mean, I don't know what they got next year coming in behind Richardson. Right. But from what I've been reading and learning about Richardson, I'm sold on. And right. I think he can be a team if you're not too – Paying attention, like I said, nobody else got him there, Single but we point. got him. Yeah, I think coming into the year, regardless, yeah. I, I think that that should be a really good. Yeah, it's just one of those teams that's is really trying to build that that depth. They 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 good with ones across the board. Oh yeah, of course. It just keeping the twos because I mean injuries happen. Yeah, of you course, know, everywhere. Yeah. So just getting those twos ready, if they can solidify those twos along with those ones, mm-hmm. it's gonna be a a, a problem. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I think so, too. Now, here's something for y'all. From 14, 13, and 12 mm-hmm. is not going to be where everybody else had these teams ranked. Right. And to tell y'all the truth, this is honestly, I believe, Taz, you can attest mm-hmm. that this is where these schools should be ranked. Right. I don't build in the offseason hype. I don't build into what they've done in the past. Right. That Trevor Lawrence isn't walking through this through this tunnel. Manti Teo isn't walking through this tunnel. Baker Mayfield, Curry, Kyler Murray isn't working through this tunnel. So they're here because of where they need to be, and that's what I believe. And a lot of people in a lot of schools, and um, trust me, when we get through these next three schools, people are gonna be fired up. But. This is where they belong. We'll just wait it out. We'll see what happens. That's what I'm talking about. So at number 14, we got Oklahoma. Mm. Oklahoma. Some places I read this top four team, Taz. Right. Top four. Of uh, Okay. They're one of, uh, I just want to throw this in there real quick. Mm-hmm. They're one of two teams that's in the top 15 that has a new coach. Exactly. And see, that's the thing. Now, I think Brett Venables mm-hmm. will get the defense right. Well, three teams, my bad. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that Levy will mm-hmm. do a good job on the offense. Right. But how good is that quarterback they're bringing in? Yeah. Yeah. He's played at Central Florida, right? Yep. So. And Levy was his OC there before right. he got hurt or whatever. Right. So level of competition is about to change. 
I mean, oh, oh the level of competition gonna step way up. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna it's gonna step up. Big <laughs> I mean, time. we don't play defense in the Big Twelve, but we play way better than the American. Yeah, I mean they're starting to. I mean, think about it. Mm-hmm. As far as Oklahoma State last year. Oh yeah, Oklahoma State. You know, Baylor's gonna play Baylor, defense. You know? Oklahoma, right? Yeah, I mean, there's some teams that starting to hunker down on the defensive right. side. They're giving attention to that side mm-hmm. of the ball, so you're not gonna just come in and just toss it all over the place. Yeah, and right. a lot of teams had Oklahoma rank higher, but. I haven't seen it yet. I think, and it, it, there's still question marks. Yes, he, he's he's a he's an awesome defensive coach. I think so. We don't know how he's going to work out as a head coach because some guys no. are good position coaches. Yep, better than their head coaches. Exactly. You don't know. Yep. Of course, he, change over quarterback. Really, staff change over on the whole staff. Yeah, yeah. on the yeah. whole staff. Yeah, and uh, and players along. Correct, and and the type of D that he wants to run. Like he's a good, solid defensive coach. I know he's going to have some influence, but will he be the play caller? Exactly, and that's the thing too. He's going to get it right. Right. And oh, yeah. I'm, I'm not going not oh, yeah, venable by no right. means. Yeah, he going to get it right. right. He going to get his kids in. He's going to get the right positions and the people in the right places. I just think this year, first year in, you got to work the kinks out. Because I love Lincoln Riley, but he did not play defense at Oklahoma. Right. So it's not like this, that Venables is moving in to, okay, this was a top 10 defense. Let me fine tune some stuff and we'll be where we was. I I don't think that is. And then again, also, this is not going to be the same Oklahoma offense of old. No. Because that play caller is it's no gone. longer there. Yeah, and we talked about that. <laughs> right. Like I said, I mean, my top play caller was Ryan Day, mm-hmm. Lincoln Riley, and then Lane. Right. And yours was Lane, right. Lincoln Riley, and Day. Right. No particular order, right. but you're talking about a top three offensive play caller, and he's not there no more. Right. And I, I'm not knocking Levy, because right. I think he's a great play caller. Right. But he's not a Lane Kiffin. Right. He's not a Ryan Day. He's not a Lincoln Riley. Right. So, I mean, we'll have to see where that is. And I think 14 is a good spot because that puts you right in that position to mm-hmm. where if a couple of chips seem to fall your way, you might be able to move up in the rankings right. and maybe get into the playoff. Right. So I think that's a great spot for them. Right. Next, we got number 13 is where a lot of places rank number five, mm-hmm. Notre Dame. Why is Notre Dame at 13 and not number five, Taz? There, there again, I mean, like 15 and 14. And 16. Oh, yeah. And oh, 13. Yeah. And 12. Yeah, well, well I'm, I, I'm, <laughs> I'm just saying from 16 to 13, they're all new first-time head coaches. Well, not totally first-time. Napier's been a head coach before, but, I mean, yeah. in his power five, they're uh-huh. all in that same group of being first-time head coaches. So there again, um, there's been some turnover on this staff, of mm-hmm. course, where Brian Kelly's no longer there. They were able to hold on to the OC. So there's some familiarity there. Um, just recently named the starting quarterback. Question marks there also. Question marks, I mean, how they, I don't know. I, I wasn't really sold on their defense. Can we do this here? Yeah. We have Notre Dame at 13. Right. Are we finally calling Notre Dame? For what they are. Because we both said it in the past. Right. They've been a top four school. Right. They've been a playoff school. Right. They've been a top two school. Right. And they get to a national championship game. They get to the playoff game. And they get waxed. 
They get waxed, dude. Right. Hand right. it to them. Different like, type you're of like, athletes. Like, how? Yeah. Who, who would have even thought, regardless of the record, that this is one of the top two or even one of the top four teams in the entire country? The year they got waxed by Alabama, right. I think Oregon was the best team in the country that year, right. and they didn't get an opportunity. Mm-hmm. They went to the playoff. They got waxed both times. Are we just actually calling Notre Dame? And number 13 in the country is not a bad spot it's to not, be it's at. It's not a bad like, spot. I mean, and this, I don't I don't want to say this and people be like, oh, my God, you're, you're killing our team. No, mm-hmm. number 13 in the country mm-hmm. is a good spot. Mm-hmm. But like we talked about in the past, like you said, they don't have the speed. Yeah. They don't have the men up front. But as far as the teams, you know, overall in the top twenty-five, they they've been hovering around that area for years. Oh yeah, they've always had. I mean, they always will. Yeah, you know. Yeah. But is it? Are we actually calling them for what they are, and not what everybody expects? Because they've never had that top-end defense. When was the last time you remember Notre Dame being the most dominant team in the country? Uh, Honestly, it's been yeah, it's been some years. Are you talking most dominant in the country? Yeah. Yeah, a top, been, I would even say top four team in the country. When was the last time you seen them as a top four team in the country? Ninety three. Yeah, it's been. Yeah, it's been ninety four. Somewhere around there. Yeah. Was that? Was that Lou Holtz? Damn. Yeah. yeah. Damn. That thirty years ago. Yeah. Overall, I mean, <laughs> they had some solid teams. But overall, nice. I mean, actual Tom real Willingham's championship okay. compatible. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that one year with Brady Quinn. I mean, Brian's had them up there. But, but had they really been there? I mean, let's be real. Yeah, they, well, they hadn't. I could, mean, you, could you have replaced them with another school and think that the game would have been more competitive? Yeah, yeah. You, you could have. I mean, and a lot of it, I think, is, is in that case, is matchups. Oh, of course, of course. Yeah. But when you get to the playoffs, yeah, but that mean that, that big, big, that, that that's big right, boy football. Right. But those some of those Alabama teams could have just waxed anybody. Well, no, no, bad. no. I'm not yeah. saying that they couldn't. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not saying that. Right. But I'm just saying, when was the last time that you really could say Notre Dame? Because Notre Dame in the AP and the coaches poll was like number five, and right. I don't believe that. No, I think no, that's no, BS. Not, not with the, not with the changes. No, there's no exactly. way I was. Put they played Ohio State in week one. Right. They gonna. Fall out that right saying. out the get go. Yeah, they, they they that game's early. They got three <laughs> three teams out of three games. I would say there's more, but these three can definitely define the season. I mean, they got Ohio State on September third, mm-hmm. Clemson November fifth, yep, USC November twenty sixth. Exactly at at and USC. two of those are ranked above them. Right. I think that D coordinator. I think he's a good head coach. I think he's going to do great things. And I think Brian Kelly was a good head coach. Yeah, but I don't think Brian Kelly was as good as what his record portrayed him to be in the regular season. Right. Because you got to look at it. A lot of them teams Brian Kelly played, none of them was up. No. USC ain't no. been up. I, I think I think the, the thing is, it's kind of overlooked, is a lot of those teams have their brands that he beat. Oh, exactly. Yeah, Not but they haven't they been up. the brand yeah. brands like they're yeah, supposed yeah. to be. But they were they were name teams, and I think that's what helped him out a lot. Right, it was because then he gets to the playoffs and he get waxed. Right, so that's the number thirteen team, and the number twelve team is a team that a lot of these polls have as the number four team. And as we said, between me and you, mm-hmm. I don't believe they're the fourth best team because I don't believe in what you've done in the past. I believe in what you got coming in. Right. 
is Clemson, we have as number 12. Hmm. I do not believe Clemson. Clemson isn't going to finish. Clemson's going to finish third in their division. There's no way you're going to tell. You know, ranking Clemson as a top four, as a top four school right out the jump mm-hmm. just makes somebody else look better because you made a bad decision. Well, let's be real. It helps the other school if you yeah, have been that's what exactly. Yep, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, because they play Wake Forest, which unfortunately maybe their quarterback will be back or not. But if their quarterback was back, they would have beat Clemson. Right. So they might get past that game. But then when they play NC State, NC State's going to have a top four win on their resume right. because they're going to beat the brakes off of Clemson. Right. Clemson is not a top four school and coming in to this season. I, I do not see that. That quarterback dude can still not make the same throws he couldn't make last right, year. Right. He right. couldn't make them in the spring game they're, when um, they don't touch them. They're, they're, they're the one question mark is their, their backup. Yeah. Will it be ready to roll? Exactly. You have a quarterback controversy at Clemson. Mm. You should not have that. Well, I mean, if it was a Kelly Bryant and Trevor Lawrence. Maybe. Well, that no, but that's different. This isn't a... <laughs> I got you. You know what I'm saying? That, yeah. that DJ quarterback yeah. was the number two quarterback coming out that year. Right. He should have solidified that position. Right, he should have. And now you got this kid coming in. Clue back is the backup right. that I think is the better quarterback. Yeah, but hey, Davos decided to roll with him. He said that's his quarterback. He's standing behind him, so we'll see what happens. Yeah, and then Dabo going to lose these two out of these first three games, and yeah. then he going to make a switch. Yeah. When sometimes, man, you just got to take your lumps. Sometimes, hey, man, you swing and miss. I'm telling you, I'll put this right here. That DJ quarterback uh-huh. will be playing at a different school next DJ year. DJU. He, he won't him. be at Clemson next year. I'll tell you this, he won't be a Clemson. Yeah, well. So, but that's our rant on Clemson. (laughs) (laughs) All right, number 11 we got. We got Arkansas. I like Arkansas. Right, Arkansas's got a lot of pieces coming back. Dude, that KJ Jefferson. Right. That's a grown-ass man. Right. I seen that man on TV. I didn't realize how big that dude was. Huge. I said, remember I was talking to you on the phone. I Mm -hmm. said... Man, you know how big KJ is? You're like, yeah, he's pretty big. I said, no, no, no. Like, you know, like, really how big he is? Right. And Pittman's surrounding, starting to surround him with some playmakers. <laughs> Pittman's also. doing a great job. Definitely. How do you feel about Pittman with what he's done in Arkansas? Awesome. I mean, I think he's done just as well as uh, the previous coaches come before him. Oh, yeah. Even Houston Nutt. And Houston Nutt has some great teams. Houston Nutt has some really good teams. <laughs> yeah. So, this year, do you think he could finish top three in the SEC West? I think he can. I, I can he, see that. Yeah, I, I think he can. I'm with you on that. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll drink that Kool-Aid. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I think so, too. I think he can finish top three. You figure Alabama, A&M, be one, two, however the hell they finish. and then yeah. But that next that next team up. That next year, I think he can be yeah. there. Like I said, I mean, I think Ole Miss got some, some issues over there to work out. Mississippi State can be a sleeper. They could be. I mean, no upset team here or there, whatever. Yeah, yeah you know but I think saying? LSU's kind of rebuilding. Yeah, I ain't sold on um, them. In a lot of, lot of areas. Auburn. Right no. Yeah. Mm. They'll have a new coach next year. Yeah, I think they, they can get into that top three. I can see that. I think so, too. All right, so number 10. Here we go, everybody. Top 10. Top 10. Top 10. Top 10. We have, at number 10, we have Utah. Right. What you like about Utah, I Ted? I like a lot about Utah. They, I do, too. They have a lot of guys returning. A lot. Yeah. This is a team that we also talked about that could be 
a sleeper team. Right. They play good football at Utah, man. Now, the, the one question I have about Utah, and mm-hmm. even last year, is starting out this season, sometimes they're slow starting out the gate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They got to clean that up. Yeah, that's what cost them last year. Right, they started out slow. I mean, they stay focused and they won the Pac-12 and they went to the Rose Bowl and everything else. But you got to start fast. Yeah, no, you you if you're gonna play big boy football, there ain't no waiting. Mm -mm. There ain't no. Let's sit back and wait, see what happens. Yeah, you got to come out early, handle your business, and then and finish strong. So that's the one question mark that you know I've had with them Uh for a few years. Yeah, I can see Utah making some moves. This upcoming year. Mm -hmm. Number nine, Baylor. Right. This is a team. Mm -hmm. Now, everybody, this is a team. For everybody to know here, Baylor. Mm -hmm. Baylor was a team. We had hard, hard debates. Remember? Mm -hmm. When we was figuring this out? Hard debates on, could this be? And there's a game that could dictate if this team turns to the number four team. Or the number eighteen, or right. the number nineteen, right. is Baylor. I think Baylor has a hell of a chance to be the number four team in the country, and we talked about that. But Ted, what's that game that they might end up putting themselves at number nine instead of number four? The Oklahoma State game. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. October first mm. at, at Baylor. At Baylor is at Baylor. Ooh. October so they 1st. got the home field advantage. Got the home field advantage. They're home for that one. Mm. Maybe we should have looked at that before we made our top twenty-five. Hey, that's okay. <laughs> but hey, you, you can't you can't knock the team that we put ahead on. Which we no, 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 we'll no, get no, to no, them no, later. No. Um, yeah, we'll get to them later. Yeah, considering how they played exactly. Year, so. Yeah, and what they got coming back right. and what they got going on. Right. But Bayer, that Dave Aranda, top ten. Hands down. Oh, big time. They're going to they're gonna play defense. Yeah, and yeah. like you said, that October 1st game, mm-hmm. I mean, hey, that could that could be a playoff-determining game. could be the game right there. It could. Yeah. I mean, it really, really could. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, so at number eight, we have NC State. Right. NC State, I think we can both agree, that's our favorite out of the ACC. I do not see Clemson being better. I do not see Miami being better. I love what NC State has coming back. They got their quarterback coming back. Right. They got their most of their defense coming back. Right. They have depth. Dude, they have that last year. Right. We showed up to the bowl game and they canceled on us coming back. Right. And you don't think they coming in to kick ass and take names? Right. Shoot. What's Pat's going to be a Wolfpack is coming forward, man. I'm telling you. I'm... I'm 100% sold on NC State will win the ACC this year. Right. They'll they'll be seriously in the talk, man. They knock off that Clemson team, which is, I don't know where the Clemson team yeah, is. Yeah, at, at that, that point, time. shoot, they'll probably be number four, depending yeah. on if Wake Forest's quarterback's out. Right. I mean, they'll have a top five team, a top five win on they their can, schedule. They can ease up there. They can ease up in there, that top five, easily. Because, uh, granted, there's going to there's gonna be some teams – that's going to be playing each other. Mm-hmm. It's going to be oh, yeah. Each yeah, other depending on how all the chips lay. And, right. I mean, we we won't never know till the season nah, goes on. Nah. But that's a team I could see, Taz, as a New Year's Six team. Right. I could see them going to the Orange Bowl as a New Year's Six team. Right. All right, so moving on to number seven. Number seven here, we got USC. Mm-hmm. I drank the Kool-Aid. I ain't going to lie. 
I like Lincoln Riley. Right. I'm I'm looking I'm looking at one schedule who they're playing in the conference. I mean the Pac twelve. They got Notre Dame at the end of the year. Right. I think they'll beat the brakes off of Notre Dame, but Right. I mean, they got October fifteenth, they got Utah. At Utah. Ooh. That's a that's gonna be a big game. It's gonna be a big one because at we, Utah, Utah's an established team, and we got them at ten, and we got USC at seven. Yeah, Utah's an established team. Like yeah. you say, can the Pac-12 this this year make sure they don't cannibalize each other, right, and beat each other up? Mm-hmm. Can somebody emerge from that? Who else does a USC got? Notre Dame, November twenty-sixth, mm. last game of the year. Last game. That's of the after year. Thanksgiving, right? At, at USC, yeah, that's gonna be a rough game. Yes, yeah, it's, it's it's. I drank the Kool Aid. I'm sorry. I don't think they're gonna stop nobody. And I think even if they made the playoff, they weren't gonna stop nobody and probably get the brakes beat off but, of them. But I could see USC winning the Pac-12 mm-hmm. and going to the Rose Bowl. Yeah, but then possibly let's see who they get in championship game. Yeah. Oh yeah, because now the Pac-12 doesn't have divisions. Right, so, so that's, that's the saying. top two schools. You can, you can play. So regardless team, right? Utah of twice, exactly. Regardless of the USC at Utah, right? Depending on how the rest of the year works out, they might play each other again. Yeah, yeah. and they play that game in Vegas, so that's kind of nice, I guess. But that's oof. That's gonna be a rough game. Yeah, you just take it easy. I mean, you can't automatic assume that the chemistry is going to be there. No, no, no. They've had some time to work through it, spring ball, fall practice, and stuff like that. But like you said, I think the offense will be good. I ain't sold on the defense. Yeah, I mean, They ain't done nothing to fix the defense. You have a coach, quarterback, receiver. Yep. It's all worked together before. Yep. And that's on the offensive side. Right. So ain't nobody saying we can stop nobody yet. Right. And I think that that would probably be their downfall this first year moving at USC. All right. So, number six, we got Michigan. Michigan. Michigan, a playoff team last year. Yeah. Just outside the window this year. Yeah, little little off-season news. Yeah. Um, I think that hurt them. Yeah, it definitely hurt them. I think it might actually hurt them. Yeah, I think it might (laughs) actually hurt them more than what we're giving it credit for. I really do. Right. I mean, you lose your OC. Right. You lose your DC. Right. He went to Baltimore. Your OC went to Miami. Yeah. This was the one year that you actually beat Ohio State. And Ohio State's kind of rebounded. Yeah, just said, all right, we're going to reload and keep bringing people in, and we're going to upgrade the problem we had. And during signing day, you was out trying to get another job. Yeah. That fiasco, man, it, it... how bad, because you know recruiting Taz more than I do. Right. How bad do you think Jim Harbaugh trying to get another job mm-hmm. on National Signing Day right. and losing both both coordinators right. is going to affect the the more I talk the more I say it out loud, I don't think they should even be a number six team. How yeah. bad do you think that's going to hurt them moving forward into this upcoming year? It's 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 going to hurt definitely recruiting wise because they're going to be negative recruited, of course. Because I mean they're going to be told that hey your coach is his eyes are in the NFL. Yeah, and he been there. Yeah, he may or may not be be there. All this what we you just discussed is going to come up again in conversation with other recruiters. Mm-hmm. So they're going to use that against them. 
Now, granted, even with that, they, they have one dynamic that right. wasn't there last year that's back now as a receiver belt. That's true. I mean, and they got both of them quarterbacks coming back. Yeah, they, there again, there's another situation where you have to choose. Yeah, Harbaugh <laughs> needs to make a decision. This whole back and forth stuff, yeah. dude, I'm sorry. Like they always say, if you got two, you don't have one. You have to choose. You got to. You have to choose because that guy's got to start preparing to get ready for the season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I mean, he has to know I'm the man. Right. The offensive line, the whole offense got to know he's the man. They know they got to know they're going to get behind both of them. But that starter, hey man, we got to know who who the guy is so we can you know as far as receivers, yeah, get t- start taking reps with you know, yeah. building rapport there, cadence, yeah, you know maybe call different from two other guys. Well, who knows? Exactly. Yeah. However they do it. Right. And that's so funny now we talk about it, we talk it out and we talked this out loud y'all don't get me wrong our top 25 but mm-hmm. the more we talk about this I'm like damn I'm like should we really have put Michigan at 6 yeah. I, mean, I mean maybe based off talent I yeah. mean the talent they have coming back I say would be a top they, yeah they did top and they lost, they lost key pieces but they, they, they did, finished but they, so. yeah exactly I they're mean, one of those teams that reload they don't rebuild right they're, they're a playoff team last exactly year. yeah <laughs> so. All right, so at number five, we got the team of the offseason, Texas yeah. A&M. I think the guy that's, that was king probably of talking season. Oh, yeah. I love talking season. Yeah, I think talking season, he got he got, he got a bump up right hey, there. Hey, you pay for all your players. Yeah. I'll be damn, I ain't paid for them. <laughs> you heard that? I watched that Marty and McGee. They right. asked Jimbo. They said, Jimbo, they said, what upset you? He said that one word. They said, what word? He said, bought. Bought. Yeah, of course. I didn't buy those players. But but it, it's a discredit to your work that you put in as far as And see, and, that, and that's my thing, too. Now, mm-hmm. I'm not going to hesitate or say that A&M didn't right. do extracurricular stuff. Right. But just like you said, yeah. them coaches still had to go out and recruit they, yeah, those kids. Yeah, they had to work, man. Regardless. You know what I'm yeah, saying? So I mean, this regardless. Thing, yeah, even before yeah. the NIL took off, they had to get out. They had to bust their butts. Exactly. They're on the road. They're away from their families. Right. They're doing, I mean, and, and I'm 100% on board. Now, I'm not going to say that A&M didn't pay for no kids. I, I won't say that because I don't know. And, hey, to each their own, whatever. It's within the laws. It's within the rules. Right. But... Like you just said, mm-hmm. them coaches still had to go out. The the kid just didn't sit at home and say, "What's the pay payout?" Okay, the payout's there. Okay, yeah, I'll go there. No, they still had to recruit. Yeah, they had these to be kids. sold on the on the system. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think they did really good on their recruiting moving forward from what happened with that wide receiver. Right. I mean, like I said, and the Maggies, they got so much money. They not only play their players, they pay the police. Hey, man. We got him at number five. So, right. let's get into our top four now. Right. <laughs> number four, we have Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State. Surprise, everybody. Surprise, surprise, surprise. Oh, man, I'm 40. <laughs> I'm 55. <laughs> He's yeah. 55 now. Our man, 55. We got Oklahoma State mm-hmm. at number four. One, really, one of the longer tenured coaches in college football. Oh, yeah. Top to bottom. Yeah. Yeah. I think maybe, was it the Iowa head coach, Mm -hmm. Ference, and shoot, he might be number two. Yeah. Uh, I would have to look into it, but looking at these teams, he's been there for a minute. He goes back. I mean, you're talking, I mean, who who else has been at that school 
That long. Yeah, like when Des Bryant was playing. Yeah. Des Bryant. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, yeah. he came before Kendall Black Hunter. Man. Yeah. Parrish Cox. I'm saying, who who else has been a head coach that long, dude? Mm. At that same school. At that same school, yeah. Right. And being an alumni. Right, yeah. Not um, even just a school that you're at. Right. But actually play ball there with Barry Sanders. Yeah. Yes. I mean, that's Oklahoma State through and through. And yeah. I think maybe we got you set up, Gundy. We got you coming in at number four. You got your number four. You got to maintain got it. quarterback back. Mm. Hey, mm. that's a plus. He needs to work on turning the ball over. Right. Spencer right. Sanders cost me a lot of money the last yeah. two years. Yeah. Last two years. Right. They was my surprise team two years ago. Mm-hmm. And he couldn't seem to hand the ball off to Chuba <laughs> Hubbard and decide to turn the ball over. Right. But whatever. But, I mean, there's hey. a lot of continuity there. And then uh, mm-hmm. Derek Mason. Replace, yeah, another. Replace their D coordinator they lost. Yeah. I think that's a great addition. Yeah. I, I honestly, I don't think they're going to skip a beat. I think they mm-hmm. might actually be better. Right. With that D coordinator leaving and Derrick Mason coming in. Right. So, Oklahoma State, we put you in prime position. Prime position. You got to show us something now. Yep. Let's do it. All right. So, number three, we have the defending national champions, Georgia. Right. Georgia, everybody. Georgia Georgia lost a lot. They did. They lost a lot. Got a lot back but they lost yeah they lost a lot Um, i mean they're one of those teams that reload they don't rebuild but yeah but there's dude you can't lose like 14 players to the draft and not expect to skip a beat but not only that they lost a lot of guys in transfer portal yeah and that too (laughs) yeah not only what they lost in the draft but what they lost in the transfer portal right right and i think they're gonna probably run that team a little different you know probably tight and heavy probably run the ball a little more so yeah you know they're gonna take a step back a little bit with everything a little bit lost another one they top returning receivers man who knows how long he's gonna be out? Aaron mm-hmm. Smith, mm. which was their deep, deep, deep threat oh, damn. receiver. Uh-huh. On top of, of course, you lose George Pickens last year to yep. the draft. You lose Jermaine Burton to Alabama. So damn. I mean, they lost some pieces. A lot. That's what I'm saying. Not yeah. to mention the people that got drafted. Right. We're you not even talking saying? about that defense line. Uh-uh. The defense yeah. Uh-uh. And stuff. Yep. So they lost a lot. So they, they're definitely going to take a step back compared yep. to some of these other teams, what they got returning. I so. think they'll still be competitive in college. Yeah. And like I say, number three, I think that's a good Yeah, he'll spot try to keep him. keep the game short, tight, play good defense. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And then see. these last two, this kind of where we went kind of back and forth a little bit. I mean, we got – so we end up consensus deciding on Ohio State at number two and Alabama number one. What right. was one of the main decisions that, I mean, these are probably the two most talented teams, mm-hmm. regardless of the rest of the 25 in the country, hands down in the country. I Ohio think, State, Alabama. I think they're on a crash course. Yeah. Now, there's two two things here. One is you have a Heisman Trophy candidate, a Heisman Trophy winner, mm-hmm. and, a, and a Heisman Trophy candidate, which is projected to be a winner. Correct. So, you got two dudes. One in Alabama, one in Ohio State. But who would you say is better? Pure skill. Pure, pure skill, not not given a no because you got you got to think. If you was drafting in the NFL with the number one pick, who would you pick? I got I got you. I probably would go with Ohio State, mm-hmm. but this is the thing though: it's what Alabama asked their quarterbacks to do. Well, they don't ask him to do much. Exactly. Yeah, but he can do that. 
Yeah, not well, much. No, no, no. I'm saying he can do the quick slants. <laughs> he can do the, no, no, no. I'm saying he can do the quick slants. He can do the play yeah, action. Yeah, the play action. Not, yeah. I'm not putting the game on his back. No, we, he don't put the game on his back. Yeah. When they oh, put yeah. When Minshew went down, right. when Williamson went down, yeah. he did, he proved that he is but not the best for quarterback what they ask in the him country. To do, he does it well. well. Yeah, I mean, but don't you think you could? If your wide receivers were 10 yards deep past everybody, you just throw as hard as you can but, and pray to God they catch it. there's some quick slants. And, yeah, I mean, you know, does he read defenses? Count, yeah. Really? He, re- he resets. Yeah, one or I two. I mean, that's the thing. It's set. Check it's one, how they it, line up. Yeah. I can read that. Yeah, I, that's know? what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, I can. So what is it that he does is extraordinary? And I'm not saying that C.J. Stroud does anything team. extraordinary, too, because I think but the see, same did, thing on at Ohio State. Yeah, I that, think his is the same one. Correct. I mean, that's one side of, yeah, because, I mean, all yeah. the weapons that he has. Exactly, the same thing. Yeah, but, it's the same on both sides. Right, but the thing that puts me over the two is the defenses. Of course. Oh, yeah, no, I, I believe Alabama. And I think that's what, when we talked about right. what put one to two was Alabama's defense. And I wouldn't even say Alabama's defense. I would say Alabama's defensive line. Yeah, but I still put the, you know, the linebackers in there because they run three, four. Mm, yeah, to an extent. Front run, seven. I'll say front seven. Exactly. Yeah. They run three, back four, four. So, so the linebackers got to yeah, be active. Back four, it don't really matter. Right. If they got time, both of them pick them apart. Right. I think. You know but I saying? think I put that over there. I watched Ohio State several games. Even I watched that last game against Utah. Yeah, and I didn't see I didn't see playmakers on that defense. Not on the defense. I didn't see side. dudes. No, that they were no, going no, to no. have dudes. I'll give you that one hundred percent. Yeah, I didn't see that. But so. do you think that that new D coordinator they got from Oklahoma State? Let's say if he can take him from a top thirty-five to a top fifteen, do you think that is enough to make a difference to overcome Alabama? I don't know. I don't know because do you really think Alabama is a top five defense? I mean, let's be real. If they play the defense, defense, the defensive line. Well, what about that defensive offense? line? Is oh no, I'm not going. <laughs> no, that defensive line is but the that best in the country. The defense. But I, okay, I guess I'm That's, asking it wrong. Yeah, do I think the top five defense? Yeah, yeah, because it from what they're going to ask the corners to do: press mm-hmm. coverage, play yeah. tight defense. The quarterback's got to release it quick. Do you think they're? Do you think though that their secondary is? Let's say that. Okay. Do you think their secondary is top five in the country? Top five in the country. Do you think their secondary? Yeah, I'm trying to see who would be. Think about it. I'm looking at it. I'm talking I about secondary. Second, I'm talking about secondary. <laughs> the secondary doesn't. I guess that's a bad question. You asked me secondary. Yeah, that's you didn't true. Say I'm looking at. It, I don't really see. Even looking at the top twenty-five, I I don't see a number. A number one or a number two secondary. That's what I'm saying. You said secondary. I, I don't think need. I mean, I mean, I they guess recruited the defense, well. <laughs> I guess the defense is dealt by how good your front seven is. Yeah. Because the back end don't matter. Yeah. Honestly, I mean, let's be real. I mean, the back you can end only, don't yeah, matter. Of course, you can only cover so long. I don't yeah, care that's what I'm saying. Are. Like, if I was a DB and I had Will Anderson coming off the left edge, and I played on the left side. I'm like, well, shoot. I only yeah. got covered this unless, dude yeah, unless for about you have second and a half. One or two shut down corners that go along with that defense. And nobody in college football has that. Right. I don't think. Mm-mm. Nobody. And you're going you to look down our top maybe 25. Maybe one here or there. Yeah, exactly. They might have one. But nobody's yeah. having that whole secondary. Right. We're going to shut this thing down. Right. So... But all right, so yeah, we went Ohio State number two, Alabama number one. Now we're going to go over to the five teams that we left out of our top 25. Mm-hmm. And five teams we left out of our top 25 
One of or one of them was Cincinnati, BYU, which was we kind of went back and forth on this at the bottom of the poll. Mm-hmm. Who's the biggest at large? You know what I'm saying? Right. right. Who who would win the American with another at large pop up? And I noticed those two teams seem to be the popular ones that popped up in the other top twenty five. Right. Um, Penn State, Tennessee, they're trendy picks, I believe. They they are. I mean, projection. but I don't believe they're top twenty five picks. What do you think? No, I think Penn State is is pretty much where they normally are. I mean, they can probably. Manny Diaz defense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, who knows? I mean, he, yeah. Substitute teacher. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. He can <laughs> probably run that <laughs> and focus just on that now than being a head coach. Yeah. But I still think overall, I think. Uh, yeah. See, Penn I couldn't State. see putting Penn State in the top 25. Yeah. yeah. And the same with Tennessee. I love Tennessee. I think Tennessee's offense is going to be great. I think they're going to be better with that Hendon Hooker coming back. Yeah, for I a think it's just year. more of the up tempo. It's just fast, just catch you out of position type deal. But I ain't, I ain't but, sold that they can stop nobody. Yeah. But I think if it's a team that can make some stops on them and put them in position yeah. to play catch up. I yep. think that that up tempo changes. And see, that was my thing. That was yeah. one of my things too. And honestly and truly, and I know how you feel about this, and mm-hmm. I feel the same way. If Wake Forest's quarterback, when a guy had yeah, that fine. procedure or whatever the hell it was that he right. had done, Wake Forest would be in that top twenty-five. Right, right. And I then, think like Wake I said, Forest still, might have been a top fifteen school. Right, and they still may end up there if they can kind of hold things down until he returned. Yeah, it's just that we don't know yeah. nothing about him. We don't know when he's coming back. We don't no, know no, what no. the procedure was we about. Don't. I mean, did he have to get a mole removed off of the inside of his yeah. thigh? Who knows? Or did he have some cancer cells removed off his lungs? Yeah. I mean, we don't, and we don't and know I, nothing about I do, it. I mean, I respect that. Oh, yeah, of course. You no, know. of course. You know, your life comes first. This yeah. is just a game. Like we yeah. talked about in the past. It's yeah. all a game. Yeah, but that, like, and then again, also, you can only put so much out in the media, man. Some things you just, yeah, you some, just keep in house. Yeah, some things just ain't nobody damn business. Right. You know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just, okay, he had a procedure. That's good enough. Yeah, that's it. It yeah, ain't none of your damn business what I got got right. done. You right. know what I'm saying? Right. So, all right, everybody. So, that's our top 25. And like I said, we end up having 22 of the top 25 in the AP poll and 23 of the top 25. So, mm-hmm. and I think the teams that we put in that they didn't, that they put in that we didn't, I think we're right and I think they're wrong. So y'all heard it here first and this is where we're at. All right. So now what we're going to end up doing is we're going to do a new year six bowl predictions, how we think that they're going to end up at the end of the year. And then we're going to do our playoff matchups and national championship games. All right. So, New Year's Six Bowl, first game, Orange Bowl, down in Miami. I got ACC champion, NC State versus Notre Dame. Taz, what you got? In the Orange Bowl? Mm-hmm. Uh, mine's the same, NC State versus Notre Dame. All right, all right, all right. All right, then we're going to move on to the Cotton Bowl. Mm-hmm. Cotton Bowl. Well, let's talk about this first. I think NC State versus Notre Dame, I think it'll be a really good matchup. I think it will be. I think that might actually be strength against strength. Right, right. It would. Right, and with Notre Dame, it's going to be interesting. I mean, uh, last coming off 
This is the thing, though. Even mm-hmm. before I get into this game. Okay, go on. This is a trend that's been going on for years. You know this. You got it. There's, we, we pick these bowl games, but a lot of guys sit out the bowl games. Yeah, and <laughs> I kind of worry about that. I do. Like I said, like with Notre Dame or NC State, like is that Leary at the quarterback? Because at that point, if he takes NC State to an ACC championship and wins the Orange and goes to the Orange Bowl, He's not going to play because now he's going to be a top three quarterback right. in the draft. That's a, this is a questionable part uh, about the bowl games that aren't, aren't playoff teams. See, and that <laughs> see, I'm 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 with you. But I mean, we that. can choose them. We yeah, can pick no, them. we'll choose them. But let's talk on it because a lot of people don't talk about it. You <laughs> right. know what I'm saying? Let's talk about it right. like, before we get really really in deep in this. Right. Let, let's talk about it. <laughs> right. right, and you made a really good point coming out of the Orange Bowl. I get it. You want to build your draft stock. Right. My thing is, look, you don't play how many years? Right. How many games? Some some with an extra COVID year. You know what I'm saying? Right. And you hadn't got hurt? Now, right. granted, you can't get hurt. And I tell you, right. and like I always refer back, I think the worst thing that ever happened was when that linebacker for Notre Dame got hurt against right. Ohio State in the Fiesta Bowl. Right. And it knocked him out of the first round. Uh, or Jalen? Jalen, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was a linebacker for Notre Dame that mm-hmm. got hurt, and it pushed him out the first round. He lost some money. Right. I'll give you that. He lost right. some money. Right. Then you look at it, and it's like, okay, well, and let's be real. Let's be real. Mm-hmm. What the hell is the difference between this bowl game or you playing during the regular season? Right. I mean, if you're NC State and you're playing against – in Idaho State, mm-hmm. why are you playing that game? Right. For what? I mean, honestly, what right. do you? I mean, that is a game that you could risk to get hurt. Right. Why are you gonna play those twelve games during the regular season? But when it comes to the bowl game, you're like, you know what? I don't give a damn. Mm-hmm. Why? It's, what? I mean, what is the difference from game thirteen mm-hmm. to game seven? Questionable. From game right. five. Right. From game three. Oh, oh! So from game one to twelve, you can build your draft stock. Right. On that ACC championship, you played in that. Yeah. But now you get to the Orange Bowl, and you're like, you know what? This is a bowl game. I don't give a damn. I'm yeah, gonna I'm gonna sit, sit out. out. And look at For the position it, it puts your team in. That's what I'm saying. Especially you get a team who, who did so well all right. year, and I get it. Hey, get your money. I'm I'm never knocked that. I don't knock that, and I never will with these players. Yeah. But why is it? I, I it, it just blows my mind. Why is the last game the only game that don't matter? Yeah. Why ain't it? One. Why ain't it week three? Why ain't it week eight? Right. Why ain't it week six? Mm-hmm. Oh, this is a BS game against some FCS school. Right. Why am I playing in it, coach? Oh, you're gonna play in that game because we need to win this game. We're right. gonna play this game. Right. I only saw it once. Wasn't there an Ohio State lineman, defensive lineman that sat out? In my head. Yeah, I think he sat out near the end. It was only happened <laughs> once, but for the most part, most of us got to play the full year. And when it comes to bowl season, yeah. we're starting to see it more. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, Key what players. is it about bowl season? <laughs> yeah, like, what is it about bowl season that tells players I don't want to play? Right. And then they're, like, on the sideline. Yeah, and then hang out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, that's the part that blows my mind. Nah, coach, I don't want to play. I want to work on my draft. So, yeah. okay, well, then don't be here. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, let's right, be real. Right, right. For what? What are you telling my you, other kids you, who are out here competing? You, you're seeing it. You're seeing it more often now. So yeah. I just want to bring that up before we actually get into the game. These are project, projections 
with everybody there. Oh yeah, and willing oh, to yeah, play exactly. these If everybody decides versus, to show up, this is how we got it going yeah, down. And this out. is the thing. Like yeah. like I said, I get the kids. Okay, you want to build on your draft stock and stuff like that. I get that. I'm a hundred percent on board mm-hmm. with you. That's no problem. But like we said. Why is this game the game that doesn't matter? Right. Why didn't that NC State versus Clemson game matter? Right. Why didn't NC State versus Wake Forest? Why didn't that ACC championship game against Pittsburgh or Miami or right. whoever? Why didn't that game matter? Right. Why is that game a game to build your stock? Let's let's be real. Mm-hmm. How many players have gotten hurt in the bowl game that cost them money? Because that's what they're holding out for. Right, right. Like now, I said, everybody looks at that Notre Dame linebacker yeah. against Ohio State in the Fiesta Bowl that lost all that money. Okay, that's an exception to the rule. Right. How many other players have gotten hurt in the bowl games that had cost them money in the NFL draft? Right, right. And, and I mean, I'll wait. Well, this, well, I don't know if it, how much it, it hurts because you brought this up probably during the game, probably before the game also. Uh, Matt Corral playing last year. Yeah. But yeah. I don't think Matt Corral was a top. I don't think Matt Corral was a first round pick, regardless. Yeah, but I mean, just the fact that he and was Matt Corral came out and said, "You know what? I wouldn't never change it. Right. I wanted to play with my team." Right, but it's just the fact that he played and was semi injured. Yeah, is but uh, if he didn't get injured, do you think he would have been a first round pick? Let's be real. No, but I think it's something that's that still goes through other players. It was an minds. ankle sprain. I get it. It wasn't like he tore his ACL. I get it. He wrote, He sprained his ankle. I get it, but it was a, it was an injury. Of course, it was an injury, but it wasn't a major injury. It wasn't. Like I what, said, the only one that got the major injury was that Jalen Smith that played. Yeah, linebacker. but the thing is, do they even want to risk the minor possible major injury? It's just something that may be going through their mind. Is what Shoot, I'm saying. Because for you some of them, it, it might be better. Yeah, because he didn't go, but. Projection wise, mm-hmm. he was projected. Well, yeah, he was projected, but so was Malik Willis. I got it. That's what I'm saying. He was projected, but then before he was drafted, the injury happened mm-hmm. and was discussed during the game. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So, as far as players in their minds, like, do I want to even take that risk? If it's, I wouldn't, I wouldn't put it in the category of meaningless game. Because yeah. it's a meaning, it's yeah, a meaningful I mean, game. It means something, right? Yeah. But to them, it's like, what was this game gonna do for me? Well, yeah. I mean, to the kid, it it, it doesn't make or break. But let me play devil's advocate, right? How many kids have balled out in a bowl game and ended up right. getting drafted? Right. That's where I'm headed because you know it happened at Ohio State. Yeah, I'm quite exactly. sure that cat's start going up. Oh yeah, yeah, like that that yeah, like that in Jigma yeah. or whatever for yeah. Ohio State. Right. If it wasn't for that Rose Bowl, right. oh, ain't nobody talking about what he did mm-hmm. last year. Mm-mm. But that cat had 300 something yards and like four or five touchdowns and now all of a sudden they're like, "Oh wow, look, he's a first round pick." Oh, they keeping an eye but, on that yeah, dude. Yeah, <laughs> now this is the thing. If he plays in the Rose Bowl this year and doesn't make the playoff, will he play? That's another question because now it's stock up. Exactly. So that's, or that's, CJ Stroud. With CJ Stroud risk. That's what I'm saying. That's that's the question now. If these guys don't make the playoffs. So do you think expanding the playoffs is what will make more of these games more watchable? If you expand it, if you say, you know what, instead of four, we're gonna do sixteen. Because I think Because ain't nobody gonna skip out a playoff game. Well that that's what I'm saying. That's why I think it's part of it, because we're talking about teams outside of the playoffs. Yeah. Well, let me let me let me do this real, real quick before we uh, jump into this. Shoot, Jamison Williamson mm-hmm. messing knee up in the national championship. Game. Right. 
got drafted right after Chris Olave. Right. Right around Garrett Wilson. Right. First round pick. Right. Why? Well, even Michi. Why? Same thing. Yeah. Why? Right. Because they 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 built this stuff. They knew what exactly. They so what did it matter? Right. It Williamson didn't. Williams played in the, in in the national champ the playoff game and the national championship right. game. But Michi played in the SEC championship game. Right. They got hurt. They still got drafted. They weren't going to get no higher drafted than what they I did. I got you. But if Alabama wasn't in the playoff, do Williams play? Why wouldn't he? Uh, th- that's my no, question. No, I, I understand got you. that. No, I, I guess got you. No, because I've seen you. so no. many Do players. I think he would? No, I don't think he would. Yeah, but I've seen so many but players why that he? didn't. But why not? Because but, he done prove if you get hurt in the bowl game, it don't matter. If you good, right. you good. Right. If you can run, you can run. That's right. If you can catch, you can catch. I, I get it. Devontae Smith right. got hurt in the national championship game. Only right. played the first half. Right. Got drafted top 10, top 12 first round. I get it. Why? Because he was good. He won the Heisman. I get that. What the hell did it matter? He yeah. played the game. He got hurt, but he still got drafted. I get that. So what is these kids' excuse? Now, this is the thing. It's, mm-hmm. I think it would be different if you was a first-round pick. Dude, if no. you're if you're like the number eight running back in the country right. coming out, and you're leaving early, and you're like, I'm not gonna play in the Citrus Bowl, right. <laughs> uh, dude, you wasn't getting drafted in the first day or two, we're, we're any getting, damn way. There, there, you know what I'm saying? There's the misconception. Yeah, but the reasoning is I'm getting prepared. Oh, okay, okay, <laughs> exactly, okay, <laughs> yeah. But uh, that like that's what falls into right. it. Out of that, in, and we're just talking on this, out of that NC State and Notre Dame game, mm-hmm. how many players do you think coming out this year are legit first-round picks? I would probably say maybe. One, two. Maybe the quarterback from NC State and that tight end from Notre Dame. That's it. Right. All the rest of you, why aren't you playing? Right. Man. Oh, I'm going to prepare for the draft. And I don't even believe those two are really first round picks. Yeah. I'm just stretching that I would even just for arguments. Just look at possibly, like I said, I hadn't dug into it. No, I haven't either. Maybe offensive linemen. Maybe here or there. But is yeah. it really gonna make a difference? Are you gonna get rolled up in this game? I mean, possibly. I doubt it. Maybe not, I doubt but it's it. possible. But that, that's my thing. Because you think about it now, I would I don't I don't think this is the case, but I think it's the last case for guys to to up their draft start. Exactly. So That's the way do, I look at it. I look more. at it as a more as a benefit than a hurt. Yeah, for, from their benefit. But there's other guys that probably like defensive linemen. They're gonna do more. They're yeah. gonna do. They're gonna try to do more to up their stock. Yeah. They they're gonna do some crazy stuff to get to the quarterback, and they well, may. But they'll stay within the rules. I mean, nobody's yeah, going to hit the quarterback. They, they're not going to try to hurt him. Yeah. But what I'm saying is it, it can it can affect an offensive lineman somehow, though. I believe saying. bowl games help draft stock more than it hurts. Right. I think it does. I mean, you know, if you can I mean, just because just numbers. like we said, like with these playoff teams that we'll get into. Yeah. If they didn't play that game or if they get hurt in that game, their draft stays the same. Right. Jameis Williams, it didn't hurt. Right. Minchie, it didn't hurt. 
Yeah. Even that Jalen Smith, that dude balled out whenever he got to the NFL. Yeah. Granted, he didn't get it all in the first two and a half right. years, but that man got paid because he oh. can ball. Right. If you can play, you can play. Well, I mean, it, it, it's you know not like saying? it used to be anyway with uh, getting drafted first round in the in the NFL. That's why I say there's only a handful, and like you always say, and we talk about, right. there's so many people chirping in these people's ear talking right. about you're a first round pick when you're not. Yeah, it happened to a lot of guys. That's you're the seven. Best running back in your conference, or not get drafted, <laughs> or not even get drafted. Right. But you set out the bowl game because right. you didn't want to get hurt. Because right. I don't want to mess up my draft stock. Right. But guess what? If you would have came in and you would have went to the Orange Bowl and played for NC State and your ass run for two hundred eighty-five yards against Notre Dame, guess what? Now what about this one? This one. Oh, I think the draft stock gonna go up. But I see this also, which is is so weird. But seniors, I can understand. Jun- juniors is a different situation. But yeah, because they have that decision, they want to come back and leave. <clears throat> yeah, but but not only that, when they when they leave, what what the example I'm making is the seniors uh-huh. have a senior bowl. You don't play in the playoff, but you play in yeah. the senior bowl. Yeah, you won't play in your bowl game, but you go to the senior bowl. Right, juniors don't have that option. That's no. your last option. If you sit out, you just sit out until yeah. whenever pro. And day I or. think that they should have something for juniors that come right. out. Just I because think eventually so many of them do. I think so too. Eventually they'll have. Let's some. create it, Taz, and then we can get rich off of it. There you go. All right, junior bowl. Here we go. Junior bowl. Let's go. Yep. It probably be better than the senior bowl. It would be. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. The senior bowl is just people who don't have no more eligibility. Yeah. These guys are like, shoot, they pretty good, but they could come back if they yeah, wanted if, to. If we get enough of them. Yeah, we get enough. Be, I mean, we can yeah. make something happen. Right. Now watch. We'll hear about on the big brands, and they'll be like, we're going to make a junior that, bowl. We can get the juniors in whatever position we need to fill. We get mm-hmm. some seniors that didn't go senior Exactly. Bowl. Just bring them in. There you go. But no, I mean, but that, I mean, that's my thing. A lot of these kids, I think they overvalue their stock value. I really do. And I think, just like you said, this Orange Bowl, this Orange Bowl will lose a lot of pizzazz. Yeah, I think think it it, it may, yeah, determine who's in there. that There'll be some guys sitting out. Yeah, and there will be. Every one of these bowl games. And like I said, I don't get it. I I honestly don't. If you're a first round, because honestly, let's be real. Once you get past pick 32, dude, it don't matter if you're 33 to two hundred, right. if you're Mister Irrelevant, right. your paycheck and your and your yeah. stock and your cash, right. it is it, is very similar. Right. It's that one through thirty two, right. or it ain't even one through thirty two. It's one through fifteen. Right. Once you get, get past bucks. like fifteen, top yeah. fifteen, yeah. you ain't making no damn money, no damn yeah. way. You don't have to earn it anyway. Right. So who the hell cares where you get drafted? Right. But these kids. It's so funny. There's 97 kids this year that going to think they're going to be in the top 15. Yeah. And ain't but 15 and 97 going to get drafted in the top 15. That's it. And I bet probably about 30 of them 97 ain't even going to get drafted. Probably not. They'd be free agents. And had an opportunity to come out. Like I said, if you if you play for NC State and you were running back and you run on Notre Dame for 280-something yards right. in the Orange Bowl right. when there ain't no other games on and, that's and your, everybody's that's watching. That's your last showing. That's it. That's what they're going to remember. Boom. They're going to say, damn, I don't know what that kid did all year, but you see what he did against Notre Dame in the Orange right. Bowl? Right. Let's bring that kid in. I think he can do something. And that's what's going to end up happening. Right. But a lot of these kids, they don't put that on tape because but, they got agents and all this other stuff, which is another discussion yeah, for another especially time. Especially if you got Notre Dame guys sitting out. 
Yeah. I mean, you still the brand Notre Dame. They, exactly. They're not looking at, oh, my best players I'm playing. Mm-hmm. No, I put they don't give three, a damn. I put up 300 yards on Notre Dame. That's all they're going to I don't see. care who playing. <laughs> what year they playing. Right. They could be. They could be one in eleven. I don't give a damn. I ran for three hundred fifty yards against Notre Dame. Right. Damn, that's pretty good. Right. Damn right. Right. <laughs> so, all right, so Bull we got record. yeah, we got kind of off track on that Not orange yet. bowl, but but, but it it ties, but it, it ties into, into everything else. Yeah, because yeah. I mean we're doing these predictions not knowing which players are going to play. Yeah, who's going to play or who's going to yeah right. exactly, and that's one hundred percent. So all right, so the next bowl game that we got here, New Year's Six, we got the Cotton Bowl. Right. I got Houston versus Purdue, and you got? I got Cincy versus Michigan. I think both of those matchups would be good matchups. Yeah. I really think those would be some really good matchups. Mm-hmm. I think I think the Cotton Bowl will be the one that will pick up the group of five. I mean, yeah. like, we, we, like we did yeah. on the previous show, you had Cincinnati yeah. beating Houston. I had Houston beating Cincinnati. Right. And then we got our playoff predictions and Rose Bowl predictions. Yeah, uh, but before we go to Rose Bowl, I, I noticed something I didn't recognize until now. Huh? Since in Michigan, those are two teams that lost in the playoffs last year. Oh. I didn't know. I, yeah, I that's just, true. Yeah. Kinda, I didn't think about that. But those yeah. two, two, were two playoff teams. teams yeah, exactly. Two playoff teams last year yeah, matching up. Yeah. Again. So it's like a double elimination. Right. Let's run it back. Right. <laughs> All right. So then in our Rose Bowl game. I got Oregon versus Michigan. Right. And Taz, who you got? I got Oregon versus Nebraska. Nebraska. You heard it. I think yeah. the Cornhuskers will represent yes, sir. Uh, the number two team. And yep. because, of course, we've got Ohio State predicted mm-hmm. uh, in the playoffs. We'll yep. get there. But they will be the number two team. The team the that conference. Ohio State beats to get to the Big Ten. Series. Right. With Michigan going to the Cotton Bowl. Okay. Nebraska Rose Bowl. Yep. Y'all heard it here now. That's it. Oh, we got the helmet right there. That's I it. see it. New corn huskers. Yes, sir. The hell with the hot seat. Don't let them From the hot point. seat to the Rose Bowl. There you go. <laughs> All right. So the next the next New Year's six game we got we got the Sugar Bowl. I got Georgia versus Oklahoma. And Taz, you got I have Georgia versus Oklahoma State. Mm. Gundy. All right. Yeah, I think Gundy's gonna gonna take that next step, man. He was he was close last year. He oh, heard yeah. me. And close I don't time. know about you about against Georgia, but I think I, I got Oklahoma. You got Oklahoma State, but I think Oklahoma could actually beat Georgia in the Sugar Bowl. All right. I think Oklahoma State can also not not because Georgia has a history. Mm-hmm. This team right here has a history of not being in the playoffs. Yep, the players sitting out and laying an egg. Yep. Exactly. It, That's the it, same it way. Oh yeah, no, it'll be third, second string the whole game because yeah. they'll all they'll, they'll they'll think just like we talked about before. They'll think that they're too good to be in the Sugar Bowl. Oh, we ain't in the playoffs, so we ain't gonna play. It, it's happened multiple you know what I'm times. Saying? Exactly. Yeah. And neither one of us have them in our top four or our final four. Right. All right. So in the Fiesta Bowl is a playoff game. It's where uh, we both have our number one versus number four. Number mm-hmm. one, I have going into the playoff, I have Ohio State versus a number four Oklahoma State right. against Mr. Gundy. And right. Taz, who do you have in the Fiesta Bowl? I have a surprise team. Dun, dun, dun. Texas A&M. Ooh. Beating Alabama regular season, winning. The division? The division. The conference. Winning the conference. Mm. Jimbo Fisher. Versus a number four USC. 
Drinking the Kool Aid. I think I think a Pac twelve team could ease into the playoffs this year. They need it. If anybody need it, they need it. The Pac twelve need it. If anybody need it, right. And this may be <laughs> not to be funny or anything. This, yeah. But this may be within the next two years one of the best chances that they get in there. Yeah. Oh yeah. No. You know, for once sure. everything changes. Yeah. Oh no. Because once it shuffle, it'll probably if it stayed to four, it'd be two SEC, two Big Ten schools. Yeah. And that's what the playoff would turn out to. I I truly believe. Yeah. Regardless, right, wrong, or indifferent. So, all right. So, the next one we got is the Peach Bowl, which is the other playoff where we got the number two seeds. I got number two, Alabama, versus number three, USC. Right. Says who you got. Number two, Ohio State, versus number three, Alabama. Okay. So, we both got Alabama in the Peach Bowl down in Atlanta where they love to play football at. Right. Because they don't go nowhere else yeah, but Atlanta. Between they and Georgia. That's it. There's the only two that go to play in Atlanta. Right. All right. So then we got the national championship this year, Taz, in L.A., where the defending Super Bowl champion L.A. Rams are playing. And I have Ohio State versus Alabama. And I'll let you tell me who you got, and then I'll tell you who I got winning after that. I got talking season in the championship game. Talking season? Jimbo versus Nick. Oh! I got talking Did you pay season. for them? I, got, I don't care. They I, came to the door. I got talking season. And that whole talking scenario season. is going to show up again oh. at the end. In L.A. In L.A. Movie Jumbo town. Nick Showtime. LA. Yeah, that's going to be something. Ooh, we. That'll be something right there. But I got Nick redeeming himself. Nick going to win the yeah. national. Who you got winning national championship, Taz? Alabama again, baby. Wow. So you, you know, got him. Yeah. So so Jimbo gonna get him in the regular season, yeah. And then Nick gonna say, "I ain't having that. This yeah. playoff, this is my time." Right? Because you know, anytime, even if it's a one loss Alabama, they're gonna get the benefit of being in the playoff. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah. So that means they, they look at the position Alabama's in. I can run the table or lose in. two games and get in. I can still get in. Yeah, they can lose two games and get in. Yeah. Alabama Alabama has a luxury right now that they can lose two games in the yeah. four team playoff and get in the yeah, playoff. I don't I don't even have to, you know, yeah. win my conference to Mm-mm. get into the playoffs. They ain't gotta win my division. No. They don't. Nope. Yeah. She'll get in there. So they and imagine a, once they expand it. That would benefit that a lot of other teams don't have. Oh no, exactly. <laughs> you know? See, like me, I got Ohio State, Alabama, which is a rematch from twenty twenty. Right. But this year, I got Ryan Day doing it, man. You got Ryan Day doing it? I got Ryan oh, Day man. getting the chip. Like I say, I think he is he is probably the best in-game play caller and adjuster in college and if football. He, like I said, if he can solidify that defense. I think that's the, what they the, got the first from Oklahoma step, State. Like I said, the first step is the defensive coordinator. Yeah, and I think, that, I think he can do that. But the players. Oh, I, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. Um, I didn't oh, they got. They still got top recruits. Well, they got they got the recruits, but I, I saw them. Like I said last time, the last time I saw them was against Utah, and mm-hmm. Utah was able to move. Oh yeah, up I think and that's down. more scheme than anything. Right, but that but that's the key though. Yeah. Uh, another team or whoever it is going to have two plus weeks of scheme for you. Oh yeah, of course so that's a challenge. So yeah, I, I just don't trust Alabama's receivers. I think Ohio State defense will be better. I think this time Ryan Day will make the adjustments, and I think he'll get over the hump and yeah, but, get but Nick Saban. I that think next this loss. this Alabama team. I don't know. Listen to people like this is the best 
defense they ever had. I, I don't buy that. But I think this team can win multiple ways. I think they can they can play a, a 10-3 I think the only game. way I think the only way they can win is running the ball. I don't think they can win it. I don't think they can win the game passing. I don't know. See, they they got some dudes. You think them receivers? Would you put those receivers against no, the Ohio the, State receivers? No, they're different type of receivers. But who do you think would have the better receiving core? I think they'll have better receiving core. But who's going to have the best front end? Alabama's proven that we can we can play a a, a ten three game. Well, I mean, modern day what? football, they ain't going to play ten to three. But Georgia, what was Georgia versus Clemson? Yeah, but that's because Georgia or Clemson ain't had no quarterback. Yeah, but what I'm saying is this this team is going to have a few weeks to scheme for you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this defense may be healthy. And he might be. No, I, I think front seven. I'll give you this. I'll say front seven on Alabama is better right. than Ohio State. I'll give you that. You or can, I'll give you defense. Yeah. Oh, let's do this. I'll give you the defense of Alabama I think is better than Ohio State, but I don't believe it's Alabama. I don't think Alabama offense is better than Ohio State offense. Not with that running no, back no, they got coming back. No, no, back it's going to be strength for strength. It's going to their yeah. strength is Ohio State offense is their strength. Mm-hmm. Alabama defense is their strength. Exactly. So it's going to be strength for strength oh, over yeah. here. Yeah. You know, if I can limit you mm-hmm. over here, then I I got my offense versus your defense, which is top level versus our defense in top level. Yeah. So it's... I'm not saying it's a complete wash. Yeah. But if you keep giving me more opportunities to come after your defense. I think it'll be a good game. I'll break game. through. I think it'll be a good game. I'll break through. Yeah. Well, you got Jimbo win, or you got Alabama winning against Jimbo. I got it, but they're going to play each other, though. Oh, yeah. Of course. Oh, I yeah. Got, yeah. You got them Alabama. before. Yeah. Right. I got them in the championship game. Right. I got them playing. They're yeah, they going to play each other. They're going <laughs> right. to run and bite. Right. Yeah, man. <laughs> Well, all right, everybody. That's our top 25 show. I hope y'all enjoyed it. Like I said, we put ours out before the AP and the coaches poll, and I think our poll's right. I don't, I don't, I trust the AP poll more than I do the coaches poll. I don't believe in the coaches poll. I think the AP poll's good, which is the one that I'll follow until they get to the college football playoff poll, which even in that, that's kind of a wash. But hey, if we got to follow one, I think that's that's the one to follow. And, but this is our top 25 and the way that we got them handling out and coming out. And like I said, like y'all talk about, I done heard everybody say that Clemson shouldn't be that high. Notre Dame shouldn't be that high. And I think we got them where they supposed to be. That's okay. Either way, so, somebody's right. That's right. We're going to find out through the season who's That's right. right. And we're right. So I just want to let right. everybody know we're right. We're right. <laughs> CFS. So, exactly. <laughs> so that's our top 25, everybody. That's our preview show. All right. Well, that's all I got for this episode, Taz. You got anything for the people? That's it, man. Just, just, hey, we there. We there. I know you're nipping at the bits right now. Get yourself prepared. I don't know. Maybe some of you guys are going to 10 games. Um, we'll probably be sitting back watching multiple games, but hey, oh, yeah. whatever floats your boat. We gonna get to some if y'all let us come get out there now. Holler at us. Holler at us. You tell tell us tell us one of the the, the greatest atmospheres that you, that you guys have out there. You know, what I'm saying your schools or whatever. And we consider just you know riding through. Yep, we come through. We ain't got nothing to do. There you go. All right, everybody. Well, I appreciate y'all. That's another episode. That's our top 25 show. Y'all heard it here first. You know how we do it. I'm Steve. That's Taz. Peace.